You're driving, bro. Yeah, I'm driving. You drive. Oh, I forgot about the theme song. <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Hi. episode of Politinkering. <laughs> Please clap. I'd like to first introduce myself. My name is Joey Bonnier. Hey. Yeah, you don't have to give me a clap or anything. No big deal. Did you want to clap? <laughs> well, I assumed it was coming. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Oops. Sorry. That's okay. It's fine. Uh, and up next, we have Mr. Sean Fall. Sean Fall. How did that feel? Give me a clap for yourself. You all right? <laughs> is that okay? It's uh, weird, as okay. always. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was probably fine until I asked you about yeah. it, which is exactly why I asked you, you about it. You should give yourself a pat on the back once in a while. It's healthy. This is a podcast. They wouldn't see that. You know what would be worse? If we patted him on the back. If you, if you patted Sean on the back right now? Do you think they would hear it? I don't think I would. That was, I don't know what's wrong He's with freaking you. out right now. He's having a seizure, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not even sure you, I would never have tried that. <laughs> Human contact with Sean Fall is very difficult. You don't want to get too close or make any well, sudden yeah, I movements. Don't <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't. It's not that I don't want to. It's more like a cat. Like I love cats and I just want to like chase it. As if I'm going to pick it up and hug it forever. Uh, okay. Mm. But I know that the cat would hate it, so I don't. But yeah. I do. In other words, Sean, I want to hug you all the time. <laughs> I, but I, I never will, I promise. I assume you'd have a hard time picking me up, so <laughs> I'm okay there. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to introduce him, but here we go. Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi, boys. All right, everyone. So what's the topic for today? I, you're driving, bro. No, I'm just, you know, like kind of rhetorical. Oh, that was rhetorical. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. So fine. <laughs> one of these episodes... We've done has been called "What is Happening." We've done many. What have we done? Like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whenever the news is just too crazy for us to to like pick a philosophical concept behind it, we just say "What is Happening" and we work from there. When the world becomes too much for us, (laughs) in a world, in a world that's too crazy to argue about philosophically, Mm. (laughs) we ask one question. You have to tell me the German word again for Scheiße. For the, the the world's troubles on our shoulders being too much for us to bear. Oh, uh, Velschmerz. Velschmerz. Mm. So when we have Velschmerz, <laughs> I'd like to schmerz. And right now, I would have to ask. Help. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The two shots have just gone off. <laughs> <laughs> just this is what happens when out. I drive. You just drive all over me. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So let me just throw out some of these random topics yeah, of, in the news. what's happening, man. And then we'll go through them kind of in order of what I want to talk sure. about. So we got, first of all, the Brexit. That's pretty big. We got the whole situation in Europe going on where the UK is leaving the EU. Uh, we have these recent rash of obvious terror attacks. What's in the it, EU? The European Union. I'm being a dick, sorry. That's a that's a. Uh, I almost reference. was a dick just before, but I held <laughs> off. Is that a reference to the Google searches yeah. that have been done? 
Okay. Oh, save wait, that, what? dude. God, Jeez. just go, 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 go. <laughs> okay. rant. Ignore me, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. Okay. We also got Mr. Donald Trump. Sh- shocking, right? He's in the news. Weird. Uh, we have the Democratic convention coming up, and we also mm. have Bernie's involvement with the Democratic platform, which has just been voted on recently, and we'll have another one recently. Burn it down. Coming on in, in Orlando, re- coming up. Uh, we also have the recent stuff with autopilot in Tesla's ca- um, cars and the uh, recent death of a guy who was ha- using the autopilot function in the Tesla vehicle. Uh, Edison fucking with him again. Edison? Thomas? Never mind. Okay. And we also Edison, have, New Jersey? We also have uh, Hillary Clinton and- Hill dog! Yeah. <laughs> Why do we call her Hill dog? Hill dog! Uh, her <laughs> Uh, And obviously we'll let Sean go off on her emails and FBI stuff. Uh, We also have Gary Johnson. He's been in the news. So we want to kind of ask Mr. Sean Fah about any of his positions and possibly why we should vote for him. Uh, (laughs) Because he's not the other two. We also have a kind of, on the docket, maybe we'll get to this, terrorism and the effects of terrorism and kind of the goals of terrorism. And recently with guns, terrorism and, and bombs and terrorism and any other kind of tactics and terrorism, the, does, how, how do we compare the tactics to maybe the overall ends? And, uh, okay, we'll go off there. Anyways, we also have the stuff with the Supreme Court going on with the affirmative action vote and the abortion vote. Uh, we have Obama campaigning for Hillary. We have Obama banning solitary for juvenile delinquents. Is that correct? Yeah. That's interesting. I like that one. We'll talk about that too. Okay, and we also have the Supreme Court overall with, with uh, Justice Scalia dying and not having a replacement. We got eight justices in there. So is there is a happening? big problem with that 4-4 <laughs> deadlock? So, okay. Uh, we'll start at the top here. Let's go back to across the pond to the- Taylor Ur- Swift's dog? Across oh, the pond. Taylor Swift's dogs? She, she's across Brexit. Brexit is Taylor Swift's new dog. Right? Really? Is that what it is? Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> or is it just like a portmanteau or some shit? Uh, She's naming the dog. No, Brexit? I'm kidding. It's, it's stupid. A bad I, joke. I, I might, it's not a terrible joke. It just needed explanation. And it's not Therefore. funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, why don't we fucking need a cutesy little word for everything? Like this is some shit that some that people are gonna that people are gonna be reading about in their history books for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And we're gonna name it a cutesy little fucking thing like Brexit. I Watergate. Think, yeah. Or like a new celebrity couple. Well, you know Watergate, what? Watergate's the name of the hotel. Like Brexit is not the name of the thing. Thing. History and topics like this have to compete with the really important and interesting topics like sports and entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> and, and everything needs branding, man. So, like, we, uh, the, like, how, how is the you know the UK and the European Union going to compete with Kim Kardashian and Kanye? Exactly. You got to call it Brexit. She takes one picture of her ass and it's off the news. Uh, like so, you know, we need a catchy name for you know. That's I weird. hate it. I just I think it's a stupid name. I really hate the portmanteau of Brexit. It's just fucking dumb. What does it mean, first of all? Well, everybody knows by now. British exit. Sure. Yep. So the UK. Did leaving. you guys think it was yeah. going to go? Did you think Leave was going to win? Uh, I, I looked at polls beforehand and I was not sure. I thought actually it was, it was it pretty close. Up. It was when tightened did you up. Look? I yeah, thought the they were, were all I thought they were no. going to remain. I did not think they were going to leave. I thought it was going to be like 52 remain, 50, you know, 48, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. okay. It, it got even a lot closer in the last week, though. Within that very last For week, sure. it was like 44, 44, I think. Also, I really have a problem with forcing Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland because theoretically they are their own nations. So shouldn't, shouldn't they have their own vote in the EU? Well, that gets into that whole. What That's is what Scotland's uh, trying now. Yeah, the the yeah. UK I, I, versus Great I, Britain I versus yeah. I mean, that's that's a really sticky situation, the difference between countries and states over there. As far yeah, as I understand, but, Scotland is trying to I mean, they, they first of all tried to leave the UK um, this past year. Well, quite, that's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and that and that got voted down. Yes. But, mm-hmm. one of, but believe it or not, one of the big reasons for staying was actually so they could reap the benefits of EU. Yeah. 
the EU, sorry. Um, the financial benefits. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Financial benefits, but also just trade benefits in general. But you know. Which are financial, but yeah. Yeah, I guess fair enough. Is it, well, is it all financial benefits? What else is there? Uh, um, well, yeah, not, go ahead. I mean, no, that's not just financial. There's others. Yeah, the, the, it's uh, freedom of travel. It's a, uh, right. The EU is essentially set up as a trade organization. So it was essentially made to make trade between the different countries of the of Europe uh, much easier and freer so that you could have one set of rules that applied right. to an entire region. That evolved into a government, which is, you know, the big reason. See, th- that was kind of one of the, uh, well, I have a few really big problems with Brexit. Um, first off, the big one I want to address is something I've been hounding for a while here is just the 50% vote. Something that large settled by 50% or 50.1% seems utterly ridiculous to me. Something as large as, you know, where your country stands or, you know, the the overlying governing body of your country, Agreed. I think should be a at least a two-thirds majority, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if not even more. Something like the fact that it was raining on the day of the election might have affected. Exactly. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that the fact that that's a, you know, deciding that whether the UK joins or leaves the EU, it's a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, I believe I think it's, been, it's raining. Yeah, I'm gonna stay home. Yeah, so like, I'm, that's a vote for stay, right? That works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have heard me rant on this before, but 50 percent of anything is, I think, a horrible way to vote on things. You know, if we can't all uh, the the vast majority of us collectively agree on something, I don't think it should be a you know at least a federal law for the most part. But either way, beyond that, the the European Union was certainly not really beneficial to the the bigger countries you know so britain was a a powerhouse in the european union which meant that they lost more to the union than they actually gained well that they had to pay more into it that's not true supposedly that's not true okay that i I don't i don't well i'm kind of basing this i apologize off the john oliver thing he yeah me too actually uh and he pretty much showed that that the stats were that they actually came out on top where they were more beneficial Over time, after after the rebates and after everything, I mean, initially they oh, did yeah, pay overall, more into the, it, the, but then the by the end of the gain, yeah, the net gain. Was well, the, no, that was that was projected though, from what I understand. It no, was it was factual, as far it, as I understand. From the uh, it was gains thing? that they've already received. I thought it was what they were projected to gain after a certain amount of time in the EU. Well, it's what it's what they are always projected each time, which comes out to be beneficial to them each year. So in okay, other words, so right you're now, saying that they're benefiting already. Yeah, it's, they, it's I, not I would a future benefit. Yes. Okay. They're benefiting already, and they 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 had benefited. Already. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's certainly. What I'm saying. Okay. Also, a big problem. A big problem that's been oh, okay. going around on the late night shows is that the the um, the Leave campaign was basically saying that they were promising the money that was going to be spent to the to EU was going to yeah. go to healthcare, yeah. and that was a lie. <laughs> well, I don't so, know if it was a lie. It's just it was. It, and it, it they, seems like a lie. Well, it, it's, if they had promised it, I don't think they ever actually promised it. I think they were. And keep in mind, I'm not like defending what they did and what they're saying, and and it obviously is a lie in the way that they phrased it. But just pedantically speaking, they they. We're saying that this amount of money could go to healthcare. Yeah, it, it was like- No, was, I know. Joey's rolling his eyes right now. And but, you're right. You're absolutely correct. But no, it, <laughs> Thank you, it does make people. a difference. <laughs> and this is one of the big things that I wanted to bring up. One of the, um, I don't know how much you guys have flipped around at all, but when I, I don't have cable, so everything was- uh, Cord coming, cutter. Indeed. <laughs> uh, everything was coming through what I could find on the internet. Um, so first off, 
uh, I don't really watch cable news very often, but I did try to get a an overview of the different perspectives. And there was a huge difference between what was being portrayed on the American channels versus what was being portrayed on BBC, Russia Today, huh. Al Jazeera. All, all the other foreign networks sure. were, were covering this very, very differently. The American networks were all um, the uh, England is stupid. Uh, they didn't know what they were voting for. They didn't understand. It was all of the uneducated people that voted to leave. It was all the old people that voted to leave. Whereas when you watch the Russia Today coverage, when you watch the BBC coverage, it was a lot more level-headed. It was a lot more talking about how the the uh, the EU has become sort of a, a cloak and dagger government. They've become a, a place where you don't have representation. Their laws are basically just passed down and they have no way of controlling their own government anymore. Mm-hmm. And for you know, the proud peoples of England, especially the older generation, that was something that was, you know, intolerable to them. And so that was just one of the big things I wanted to point out is I don't know who is essentially right. I'm sure everyone has their own take on propaganda, but there were very, very clear, different perspectives that were being shown. I think perhaps there were some parts, there were some parts of American kind of cable news that were level-headed in that sense that you were talking about. Mm. I saw a lot of that and I definitely did see a lot of the whole kind of, you know. Yeah, I didn't flip over to him for too long. I just saw a lot of hyperbole. I stuck with, I I watched CNN and I watched um, oh, you know what the other fucking thing is happening? The sit-in. We didn't talk about that. That oh, was the yeah, gun yeah. control part. Um, sorry, but the I was watching CNN and, B- and MSNBC. I think a little bit. Yeah, we definitely need to talk about the sit-in. Um, the the so it, long story short. Sorry, what, what you you bring up a good point, but I think in a weird way, the American kind of you know exactly what we we're just talking about with Brexit. And how do you how do you compete with you know Kim Kardashian and yeah. all that shit? I mean, it really you do kind of have to distill it down to that element of oh yeah, you know, I mean, oh just freedom, it, you know whatever. That's, that's American media right now, and that, that's exactly what I would expect. Yeah, but I I don't think that the majority of our country understands that there is another perspective. Um, uh, maybe, maybe. I think that most. I I don't even know if the Amer- the majority of Americans even knew there was. L perspective period. I think half of them fucking even didn't even know this. Okay. Or didn't even well, realize what was going on. I, I guess what I or what the fucking EU is. Well, the uh, the American media has tended to paint it a lot as a racist argument, and that was something that I did not see at all in the coverage from the other countries. Um. Okay. Okay. Is that a good or a bad thing? Well, I, I don't. I, I just don't know what the truth depends is. On what essentially, the truth is, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I think the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I would assume, but I would assume I think the red is a factor, and that kind of brings me to my point here about immigration and even Trump in this populist right kind mm-hmm. of. Up, that, was, that was the up, American up thing swing. too. Constantly trying They're to bring it back about, to Trump. They want to bring it back to Trump, and that's interesting because obviously Trump flew over to Scotland the day after, and then uh, who all wanted to stay it was funny too. He's to like, stay. "You're taking your country back. It's beautiful." Yeah, he's, but, and, he, and he's and everyone's Scotland's like, "No, no, no we we want to stay." So well, okay. So first of all, that Trump thing. That not to be a Trump defender here, but um, go I'm, ahead. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just uh, for, for, first off, that was a trip that was planned months ago. Of course, and oh, that yeah. was a trip that was really only there. To promote his golf course, right. it was a way to trick a bunch of uh, reporters into staying at his resort and you know following him around and covering him. Oh yeah, and sure. It was a giant commercial essentially yeah. that just, and it was just happened to have bad timing. Yeah, yeah I don't blame him for the, good timing. Really. I don't blame yeah. him for the, oh, the, timing, the wall of garbage. Yeah. Trump and the wall of garbage. The wall of garbage. <laughs> I don't know this. You haven't seen this yet? He fucking did a speech in Pittsburgh. Um, it's you know it might not have been Pittsburgh, but I feel like it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, he did just one of his Trump rallies, but um, I believe this one though was more of a 
Oh no, he did one before that was. He, there's two Trumps right now, right? There's the 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 teleprompter Trump where he's doing a nice kind of level-headed speech. He's staying on message, yeah. etc. There's that element, and then he'll always end up doing some sort of rally one. And these I are feel, two separate locations. Yeah, so okay. usually two separate locations. He'll go to one location. He'll do a level-headed one. He'll mm-hmm. go to another location. Do a Trump one. Um, and I feel like the, I feel like the, it was the latter that he did where they said it was a it was literally a recycling plant and he did his whole speech in front of a Trump in front of a pile of like a wall of garbage. Hmm. It was unbelievable. And that's what all Twitter, uh, Twitter was all Twitter about it. (laughs) They're just like, is Trump seriously doing a speech in front of a pile of garbage right now? That's happening. This garbage is humongous. It shows the responsibility. Did he talk about the garbage? No, that's why it transcended satire. It was was like, it it defeated satire. I'll back up. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Keep Uh, going. I'll back up. It's fine. No. (laughs) I'm peeking. Um, Anyway, so, so that, whatever, that's Trump. But you're talking about, so, so what are the parallels between Trump and Brexit? That's where uh, you were going for. Well, yeah, right? that's what I was saying. I was saying that it, I think people, and, and some of the media has covered this, that there is an element of this anti-immigration right. And it's a big thing in, in the UK for a long time, honestly. And they're almost, uh, I hate using this word because I don't disagree. I disagree with it's even creation, but Islamophobia. Uh, <laughs> there's real Islamic bigotry, not the bullshit that people think are. I do. No, <laughs> I'm critical of the ideology, but these people are critical of the actual people. And I think there's a clear definition there and people need to understand that. And I think a lot of the people who are voting to leave the EU there are part, that's part of it. They think that when they join the EU, there's more immigration that comes there theoretically from mainland Europe. Well, that's an interesting even Whether point. it's true or not. Do you think that a well, lot of the Americans and, um, and Europeans would also say that they're critical of the ideology? Do I think that Americans and Europeans would say that? Would say that they are critical of the ideology, not of the people. I would hope so. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I w- my cynical element of me thinks that a lot of the middle Americans the would would not don't understand. There was recently a comment re- there they showed on. This is it going everywhere on YouTube where the woman at a Trump rally said that he be jobbies. And she was talking about the God. the Muslim workers of the TSA workers that wearing maybe like a headscarf or something like that. I don't care, you know, whatever. And she was just and Trump kind of just let it go. He didn't say anything, of course. Right. Where you know you're supposed to kind of shoot that stuff down. Right. I feel like in the '80s that would have been fine. Uh, it was it was well, almost yeah. fine in 2008. Yeah. McCain. Remember? Well, let I me mean, just look at what wrestling, Iron Sheik and stuff. And yeah. Um. Everybody. Everybody was going off on Obama. Obama's a Muslim. Obama was a Muslim. And, oh and everybody, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, and, Barack and Hussein Obama. Yeah. And, and and McCain started to get a little bit of criticism that he wasn't um defending that element. And then there was that one town hall meeting that he did, um, where a woman is just you know like he's I don't trust him. He's he's a Muslim. And then mm. McCain grabbed the mic from her. He's like, no, no, he's, oh, a, he's right. a good American. But gotcha. before that, he was getting a lot of flack in the sense of yeah, that was nice. Just, that. Oh, that he was like tacitly it was really supporting nice it. That. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, it, yeah. Well, yeah. He I don't think he ever. So, anyway, whatever. You're yeah, right. no, he was too classy of a guy to fucking jump on that. But <laughs> right, not anymore. McCain. McCain. You don't think so? No, he ain't classy no more. Uh, I don't know. He's just older. And angry. I mean, compared to <laughs> okay, Trump. Okay, so my <laughs> statement still holds. <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to uh, what we were talking about. Brexit and Trump. Um, we can also kind of segue this because I just want to kind of move on to the next couple topics, if that's okay. Uh, to, well, we didn't. Oh, well, okay. to the, ter- to the terrorism element, I think it's it's similar because that's kind of what they're afraid of is immigration theoretically will lead to terror, and if whether it's true or not. That's the fear of this populist right, whether yeah. it's Trump's right, whether it's the UK's right. Got it. Uh, Go ahead, John. Well, yeah, I saw something interesting on that. I think it was BBC that I was watching at the t- point t- at that time, but um, basically that 
um, Britain specifically, but pretty much the entire Western world really is requiring immigration at this point. We have not, um, our, our birth rates have dropped below replacement value. So we are not having enough kids to replace the <laughs> to, me, to me, that's great. Well, I think, to you too, I think. Oh no, I hate people and I hate children. No, especially. I didn't mean that. But, um, <laughs> I just meant our carrying capacity and whatnot. It's, right, a, good, it's no, a good but, thing for our economy. To well, not, it's just, it's an economic void that there is then. So these immigrants are actually required. And that's why America specifically gives away so many visas. I can't remember the designation, but it's the, the specific education visas because we don't have highly educated people to fill those jobs that we are bringing people into this country for. And the same thing is happening in Britain. They just, they don't have enough people to replace all of the jobs. So immigration what, what, what is required. Jobs? Which jobs? All of them. All of them? Well, I mean, it's just literally they're, they're not, there are so many people doing so many jobs right now. And as they retire, there aren't enough people to fill that void. But theoretically, and you made me watch a very cool video recently about the lack of jobs in the future, theoretically, just because oh, of all CGP the, Gray. The, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the automated. CGP Gray? CGP Gray, yeah. He is a uh, YouTuber, essentially, that makes like info videos about uh random topics. Okay. Anyway, this topic was basically about how automated robots, honestly, essentially, we're going to be taking our jobs, take our, yeah. took our jobs, they took our jobs. Yep. And, uh, and it was interesting because we're talking about what type of jobs will be available in the future. And it didn't look promising for honestly anything. <laughs> yeah. The video is called Humans Need Not Apply. Uh, yeah. It's a great video, by the way. I re definitely recommend it. It was good. Uh, but I think that's interesting to know, like, why are we really worried about these blue collar jobs like are we worried about the mexicans coming in and like taking our job that's obviously insane but like what kind of jobs are we worried about are we worried about them taking our high you know high end white white collar jobs or are we worried about them taking our jobs where on you know on the uh, as bus drivers and pickers well, of fruit and it, it really is all of that i mean especially in america we do issue a lot of those specific visas to for the the high end high educated workers you know they uh, almost all of the guys that started the big companies came from other people or from other countries yeah that, but, but then, that, i don't see a problem in there what why where's the issue oh j just that I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's an issue. I'm saying that that's... Um, that's where the fear comes from. Yeah, that's where the fear comes from, but they they are not realizing that that is a requirement. Well, I don't think the fear comes from those high-end jobs. I think the fear comes from the blue-collar workers thinking that they're losing their jobs in the factories and whatnot. I assume it's from everywhere. You yeah, Because when the, the blue-collar worker sees tr that... the Trump the, people. I don't think the high-end CEO is voting for Trump. Well, never mind. I think it's yeah, the idea. They might. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think everyone's afraid of losing their job. I think it's just the well, idea. That's it. why they're running for Trump. Well, that's what I mean. It is, though. I think that's it's just the idea. It's not so much that I'm going to lose my job necessarily. It's that my it's that jobs for Americans are at risk if there are more other than Americans. I think that that's ultimately where the fear comes in. Hence the wall. Hence why we need a wall. And, you know, and yeah. people don't really and care. And there comes kind of a philosophical argument about the other. Like, first of yeah. all, I mean, I don't view like that. I, I think a lot of people don't. I think in this country, they kind of view it. And to me, it's a country of immigrants. And my Yeah, the other is a weird thing to say. And so it's, I, I'm I the think same it's, way with it's, you. It's fucked up to, in a country of immigrants to say that. I to mean, consider an other in the first place. Exactly. Yes. Ooh, the, I mean, in my that, mind. I know it's a very hippie. Dude. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, what? at what point do you, I mean, at what point are you an American? Well, no, I, I think the, the, the concept of other is fundamental in humanity. Well, we and know so that. We, well, th then we're going to apply that regardless. Not if we don't apply that. Well, I mean, yeah, there no, is an idea behind it. I don't agree there, to that. There will always be an other. So there, it, 
there is always going to be that thing, but it doesn't. We can be more and more inclusive, but there's still going to be an other. I don't think that that's true. No, I think you said that before, yeah. and I don't know if that's true to everyone. I think it's slowly fading as globalization is increasing. Right. That's all. Like as we become one more global world community economy slash internet. It's becoming less and less. Sean's argument I, might then be though the robots are the other all of a sudden. The robots are the aliens <laughs> right, or well, whatever. Then, okay, then that's fair. And like but, all humanity. But then I don't really give a shit another. about you know robot rights. So you, you don't. But then maybe yet. shouldn't we at some no, point? No, at some you point know, we will have to get uh, robot you rights. You saw Ex Machina. I mean, there's. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that another podcast. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> but no, I mean that is certainly should an robots issue. Robots have rights. Yeah, and then should animals have rights? You know, what is consciousness? What is free will? Animals before robots. Maybe why? Life before robots. How, how do you use one determine life? What, this is a what whole is episode, life? guys. We really need to uh, stick with what is happening. Yeah, that's, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Fair no, I think you're right. I, I um, but I, I guess in the end, for a lot of people, there is an idea of the other. I don't know if it's necessarily always going to be there for everyone, but at the moment, that's where the xenophobia is coming from. Is that idea yeah, of the other? We we've had cultural evolution on many many issues, and I'm sure you know with a a conscious concerted effort, it's possible we could get rid of the idea sure. of other. But I think it is also one thing that is so ingrained for good reason. You know, it, the concept of other has kept us safe for thousands of years, and so that is something that is evolutionarily required for <laughs> communities to evolve. Wait, all right, hang on. Do you want to get philosophical about this or do you want to stay newsy about this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that you wanted to stay newsy. I'm fine either way. Well, no. Which I, one do you want to do? You should uh, tell me. No, it was just that that needed to be a whole other show rather than That's this. why I'm saying, you, but you went back to philosophy. We can go. We can go there. No, it's not. It's not philosophy versus news. It's that the topic of uh, Um, you know who are we is a whole nother show. We I agree with you. No, I totally agree with you. Right. Okay, Okay, we're in agreement. (laughs) You can clap. Does that answer your question as far as why the Trump supporters are supporting Trump? No. Yeah, I don't. It's complicated, I guess. But what do you think, though? Why? Why do Trump yeah, support? Yeah, so yeah, try and put on the other shoe. That's been, yeah. Uh, okay. Why? Um, well, I, it depends on their specific background. I would say um, some of them probably have a Wall Street esque background, and they view uh, any Democrat as anti Wall Street. Even Hill Dog. Hill Dog. I know you think Hill Dog is super Wall Street and into, and she kind of is, but not <laughs> yeah. just not as much as any Republican. That's just the case. True. Okay. Um, I, Wait, I, I lost that. I'm sorry. Trump Trump supporter supports Trump because of Wall Street, you're saying? Yeah, if they're because if they're, Democrats don't support Wall the, Street in because general. Because Democrats <laughs> don't support it. Business. Okay, yeah. got it. I understand. Sorry. There's another there's another um logical fallacy for you by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's probably. Great. Um we also yeah, have the fucking the, 08 bailouts, man. That was all Democrats. Yeah, so well, it's yeah, it's not even so much that. What I meant, whatever. Well, I'll get yeah. to that later. Go ahead. Well, first of all, Trump's demographics. We can kind of just simply break those down. It's and it's pretty much white guys, white males. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are white men interested in? Well, guns. money, money, money by the pound, and guns and religion sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's about it. Abortion. Yeah. Are men interested in abortion? Because some because right. they're interested in religion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. And they like true. controlling women's bodies and all. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, so it's all of those things you mean, or what? That's fair. That's <laughs> no, certainly unfair. So Trump is basically the dark side. Hate, fear, racism. He's uh, Palpatine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was going to say Voldemort, but it works too. Does that make Hill Dog Jar Jar Binks? Hill <laughs> Dog! Uh, wow. Okay, so we had to think of it. Yeah, you know what? Universe, who is Hill? It might be. I don't know if she's Jar Jar No, she's Binks. Queen Amidala. She's definitely she's not, not Amidala. Amidala either. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Um, I Leia. I'll give you Leia. Ugh. Well, well, who you got then? She's what, a, wait, first of all, why does she have to be more order? Jabba than Leia? Oh my! No, she's not. <laughs> she is a uh, a lying, manipulative gangster. That's uh, so Han Solo. That's Jabba. Han okay. Solo. Uh, without the charisma. <laughs> oh, she's a rogue. You're right, but still, <laughs> she's a lovable rogue. Ugh. She's no, like, she's not. She's too established. Yeah, she's Solo. not lovable. Maybe she's Jabba. Maybe she's Jabba. <laughs> she's Jabba, man. <laughs> Oh, wait, did you say Jabba or Jar Jar no. Binks? I said, I, said, I said Jar Jar first, but then I said Jabba. Leia, oh. Leia. I said she's more Leia Jabba is, than Leia. Leia is by far the good, the good comparison. Leia is kind of cold to, uh, to personal You're touch. you sexist, Joey. Mm. Why? She is. Leia's tough, and she's a tough princess, but she gets shit done. She, she's, she does get shit done. And she becomes a senator or some kind of politician, right? Yeah. Senator? I think but, she was a senator. I think yeah. she was in the Galactic and she, Yeah, and she's like a general in the new one. Right. Yeah, so maybe, okay. Maybe oh, maybe. and her husband sleeps around. Just like oh, Tilda. Oh yeah, you're right. You know what? Actually, oh, wow, you're winning me over on yeah. that. Leia. Uh, okay, there you go, man. God damn it, Leia Skywalker. She's just gonna have to kiss her brother now. Not Skywalker. What's her last name? Um. Oh yeah, it's, Clinton. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, Oleander oh. or something or Olana. I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, Let's move on. Right Organa. Um, Organa. Organa. Leia Organa. Organa. Yeah, Nicely done. Sorry. Anyways, back to reality. Okay, let me take it. Let me <laughs> why, though? No, why? I, I would rather really? stay in Star why? Wars. Let's, I, do, I would rather. Let's do the rest of this episode <laughs> right. only doing Star uh, Wars. All right, <laughs> let's talk about some Star Wars-esque stuff. Sure. <laughs> Batesla Car is kind of uh, Star Wars-esque. Yeah, yeah. It's sci-fi, yeah. right? So we have the autopilot Can't see mode. White. <laughs> Just that's not racist. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, explain the Tesla thing. What happened? So okay, autopilot. There's so, autopilot in cars. Now? There's an autopilot function in Tesla cars where they're really? trying. Yes, it's basically a public beta is what Holy they call shit. it. So it's a public a public beta sounds beta. terrible. It does sound terrible. And that's a horrible idea. Always bad. And recently, the government is honestly yesterday. It was the government's going to be probing this because and the idea of a public beta. You're right. Seems kind of fucked up in general. That. Yeah, how, I mean, imagine trying a public beta of fucking like medicine, especially well, they, now that well, lives are on the line with cars too. They, so, I mean, tech is almost always public beta. Like Google, everything Google does is public beta. Well, sure, like but Gmail is still in beta. <laughs> it, it's well, they've it, done a lot of private beta. That's the thing yeah. with, with these autopilot cars. Well, that's a good question. Okay, so they've done fine. tens of years. At what point? At what point should something not should not something be fully tested before it's introduced into the public and can no longer be a beta? Because you know, sure, we can have a beta fucking. I don't. I, I mean, we can have a beta table. <laughs> like a beta table is relatively yeah. harmless. It's we're not, going we're not to sure it's going to hold your drink up, but right. And if, yeah, then you're <laughs> let, beat. let us know if it falls. Right, but it, so it, or perhaps not. I mean, maybe there is an argument to be said for you know the stability of tables before it being introduced in the public. But I mean, certainly the stability of a house <laughs> I, probably I would, shouldn't be fucking data. There's data exactly. There's, there's I, some I, arguments. I would hope right. you have to prove your chair can hold a person before yeah. you can sell it. That's what I mean. So yeah. So at what point is at what point should something be be tested thoroughly before it's introduced to the public. But then again, there's that whole tech side, like um, we were talking about uh, uh, Silicon Valley lately, mm -hmm. but um, the the idea that you, when you have things on such mass scales, there really isn't a way to actually real world or to test it for the real world without having just thousands of people doing it at the same time. Yeah, I so get that, why. You know, yeah. But we can't, but yeah, but you can't, you can't beta <laughs> test a fucking car. 
Mm. Yeah, the argument is when there's lives on the line. Right. Kind of thing. So you think Should, when, when there's lives on the line is the – Yeah, is the, I think you need to start going in importance of body count. You know, But then do is that just changing the name? I mean do we just no longer call it beta testing? Like, Well, if you – well, I mean – Whatever you want to call no, it. No, it's still beta <laughs> testing but there's a morality behind what you're doing. Just don't test your stuff on the public when people <laughs> could right, drive beta. on public roads. That's uh, all. Wait, so wait. What's the difference between an alpha test and a beta test again? It's just the first and second. Oh, okay, an alpha test is the preliminary test yeah. of it, and then the, no, I thought it was something different to it. No, I mean, it's it's general definitions. Like some companies do have specific criteria for what they them? call their uh, their alpha testing and their beta mm. testing. What comes after beta time, testing? Um, I don't know. Sigma. Kappa. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, Charlie. Delta, actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, gamma. No, that would be gamma. Gamma's later, I think. But yes, yeah, sometimes companies will designate alpha later, testing as being internal testing, whereas beta testing is external Maybe testing. It's gamma. Doesn't matter. Why are we looking up Greek letters right now? We should yeah. look up Greek You're letters right. because I don't know what I'll look means. it up, but I, I gotta, I'll nah. move it on. I'll as look we it go. up while you move on. You guys need to give me an answer about the autopilot. How do you feel about the, the self-driving cars? Are you excited about them? Do you want one? What do you think? Is, go ahead, is Sean. it a safety at risk? Sean, do you know the whole deal about why Express the crash happened and that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 crash, if you're unaware, happened basically because the car was in autopilot and a white truck drove in front of the car in front of basically a white sky. So the car could not differentiate between the white truck and the white sky. Um, my assumption is white that- White sky? Yeah. What's a white sky? A white sky. Overcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess it's a white sky. Clouds yeah, are I white, mean, Sean. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not go to film school? Do you not know how cameras work? At a certain point when something is too bright, everything oh, becomes pure white. So sure. when the sky is too bright for the camera to handle, it sees that as pure white. So it's sees not the... cloudy then? It doesn't have to be cloudy. I don't know what the conditions were, but anytime So that's why is... I asked what a... Okay, so then my question of what's a white <clears throat> sky isn't totally insane. It's, <laughs> it's bright. God. I hate when people do <laughs> stupid snaps. Why are you snapping? <laughs> do you guys know about the stupid snaps? No, what's happening? So when people like throw like a, an You're insult, like, like, a hot, like a sick burn. Oh, really? Yeah, in poetry slams. They do. They get they snaps. I didn't realize they it. Snaps, snaps. That was always just like I should know that, but I did not know that. It no. is lame. I don't like it. What mm. is So when, when am I supposed to do that? When I you, always thought it was just in place of clapping. Yeah, kind of. But it's only when you really do like a sick burn or, or you, you kind of like have like a nice turn of phrase. Ah. Oh. Like when you drop. fucking one. Bam. Yeah. You're right. That would be good. But you'd have to make it a good snap. Three snaps in a Z formation. Oh, that's a good one, Sean. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. But anyways, <laughs> so this Tesla car could not differentiate a white van what from the white What am I looking up sky. right now? Oh, the fucking I got Greek it. letter. Gamma, I, got I was it. right. It's gamma. Okay. Right on. As usual. But as usual. <laughs> Go All ahead, right. Sean. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's I don't the even care anymore. Robots? <laughs> Are you afraid of robots? Um, they're the inevitable. Robot? There's nothing, you know, it's like fearing death. You just can't uh, do anything about it. Um, but no, the, the Tesla thing, that's going to be solved. It, I mean, the if, if that is actually the problem, if the problem was differentiating the white from the white, then all they have to do is go to a flare system, a forward-looking infrared system. So it's not, as opposed, It wasn't just that problem. There was other problems, too, because the tractor trailer was, was uh, above the car in height, mm -hmm. so it wasn't able to scan it, I think. It was interesting because they, I was reading that the company, I think it's called Mobileye, uh, it was made. It's an Israeli company, actually. Interestingly enough, and the um, and the company said that they actually wouldn't really be ready till 2018. So theoretically, whatever technology was able to prevent this crash wouldn't ever even be available till 2018. So they knew, which is kind of uh, a little liable kind mm. of thing. They, they knew know. that this was a specific problem and that they could still have happened. Did the public beta, gotcha. even so, they knew that even though. Well, I mean, and that is also part of the the idea of the public beta is when you turn it on, you're supposed to understand that you are still in control. Nancy's of the vehicle. calling you, Joey. 
you're not supposed to. Uh, do you uh, want me to answer, guys? Yeah, definitely. Go for it. <laughs> all right, she's all right. Let's more than it. anything, I want you to answer that phone. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, how are you? Are you with your dad? No, I'm actually. Uh, I'm. At, I'm having a podcast right now. I'm doing a podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast now? Uh, we're just kind of talking about the news and what's happening today. Oh, all right. Are you going to ask a couple questions, or, or should I just listen, or what? Well, ask her, yeah. Well, do you guys have questions for her first? Uh, are we okay. I mean, the topic we're talking about now—I <laughs> don't know. This is weird. It, are, you know, here's the best way to put it. Um, we're talking about beta testing with with people. So the Tesla—I don't know if she can hear me. Can she hear me? Okay. Can you hear him, mom? No, what did he say? The test was for something? What? Okay, so we're talking about like basically public beta Bridget testing. To medicine, exactly. So we're talking about whether it's okay to test stuff on the public. So theoretically, would, you, would it be okay to test certain medicines on the public? Obviously, it seems like no, but you know what I mean. Oh, well, they do that already, but you have to sign a waiver. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true, I guess. Yeah. Could that be something that... that, that they don't... Uh, you can... They will test... Okay, they come up to you and they say there's a... Um, there's a study about such and such. Uh, would you like to join if you have these certain qualifications, like if you're aged a certain age, you have a certain disease, blah, blah, blah. And then they say you have to sign a, a, a waiver that uh, this happens, this happens, and or death, and you sign your life away. Yeah, that's it, how it works. So how... How do you think that uh, that applies when we're talking about like the Tesla vehicles when they're the testing not only involves you but it involves you being on the road possibly involving other people? Are you talking about you're talking about a mechanical thing rather than a medical thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you think that's it changes the game? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Sure. How about as a doctor? Do they have you ever been approached by drugs, by drug companies and stuff like that? Like, what, what's your experience with like the drug reps? Do they try to get you to maybe like offer well, new drugs as tests? And... That do clinical testing. Um, they they test certain drugs, but again, you, you have to sign waivers, which I refuse completely because uh, I know I don't like people being guinea-pigs. But you and, could you know, have if you wanted to. What you could have if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, and then they pay you extra money. Oh they wow company pays you money to do clinical testing on people, but you, the people, have, the people don't get paid, but the doctor's paid. <laughs> it seems no like way. such a conflict of interest. Get people to sign, you know, yes, we'll try. You know, it's like, you know, people, a lot of people do a lot of skin testing. Like some of my patients, it's not from me. They go to uh, like Penn, University of Pennsylvania Dermatological Clinics. And then they patch test them, and they sign things, and they they put the, they put these medications on their on their bodies. Then they tape it down, and then they see what the reaction is, like in a week or two weeks or something. But I was totally against that. But the patient on that one, they get paid. What about like off-label usage? Then is is that something that uh, some? Uh, it's my understanding that most doctors are still okay with that. Is there a debate about that or? An off-label use of medication? Yeah, just in general. Oh, that's a toughie. That's a, a, every doctor's personal decision, but I never did off-label. Well, I worked in a different type of a neighborhood, which was very litigious. So to do off-label things in case something bad happens, I mean, I would lose my license. I, I would get sued. Gotcha. So I would never do that. But there are people that do that, but they take a chance. Let it be known that my mom is very uh, conservative in that stuff. I don't think, I think other, go ahead, mom, sorry, go ahead. I said it depends upon the clientele you're working with. 
you know, the famous uh, dermatological testing of Retin-A was done on prisoners. Dr. Kligman did it on prisoners. Um, he did pay them, whatever he paid them, but he did pay them. And that was a, that was famous testing on prisoners. They used to do a lot of testing on prisoners. What was that for? What was the drug? Uh, Retin-A, Retin-A. Oh, for, uh, for acne. acne drug. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but um, I don't know if they still do prison testing, but I don't think they do. I, I be, was, would not be surprised if that was part of the private yeah. prisons. Like, I bet they do. Wow. Cool. Well, I, I don't think they do it anymore, but okay. they, used to, they used to do it. But Interesting. But, hey, tell her, tell her I don't eat tuna anymore. <laughs> he says that he, um, Sean doesn't eat tuna anymore because of your suggestion. So thank you. Good. I mean, he, I'm sure. I know, you three days a week, tuna, I know. But don't eat it every day. I won't. No, no, I'm done. <laughs> do you guys want any more medical advice? Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that, isn't it there the, the, the truth is Dr. Heal myself? Um, no, I'm fine. Uh, if anybody wants to ask me any questions, I'll be happy to answer in a vague kind of way anyway. But no, and no, I have no med- more medical advice. But I think the tuna thing is a good idea. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. All right, Mom. Uh, I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay. So long, guys. Have a good podcast. Bye. Thanks, Mom. Thanks. Love, love you. Bye. Bye, Nancy. Does she prefer Mrs. Bonnier? That's not her name. Oh, no. you're right. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Never mind. That's right. I always forget. I it's my it's my. I try to be, you know. I, it's yeah. very hard for me to call adults by their first name. Yeah, totally. Like instantly. Yeah. But you're it's like just my a fucking upbringing. thirty-four year old man. I know. <laughs> I know. Thirty-three. Sorry, I think it's a thing also because it's like I'm your friend. It's like your friend's mom. You always like say like, Mrs. Bubble. Yeah, Bubble, yeah exactly. You know it's I mean? just I don't know. It's just the way I was. even uh, well. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, continue. What, what's next? What's <laughs> all right? So what's next? Well, we got the the email stuff with Hill Dog. Hill Dog. And maybe the FBI. Did, did we solve the Tesla thing? Nah, I just want to move on. Okay. But honestly, I think that, I think, I don't know how you guys feel. I just think that public beta seems like a, a something that shouldn't happen. Um, it, Yeah, there should be more testing before they get to it, but I think it is also kind of necessary. Okay, in yeah. certain situations, but I think when lives are on the line, drugs are on the line. I was also surprised that my mom said that the doctors can get paid for that stuff, but the patients didn't. That was kind of fucked up. I didn't catch for the, that. For the certain testing. Do you yeah. remember that? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that did. was pretty stunning to me, actually. Crazy. That they is allow that. strange. I yeah. feel like I vaguely knew that from something, though. I don't know. Just sitting in LA traffic, though, I'm really excited for everyone to have robots. Like, I thought it was going to be a bad idea because I really like driving. But the reason I like driving is because I can get around the retards. And <laughs> if the robots are in charge of everything, then it should be smoother in theory. Careful with that R word, dude. Oh, yeah. Robots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, happening? so next up, I want to go to Gary Johnson because uh, I know Gary Sean, Johnson. Gary, Gary Johnson. Okay. Johnson. Okay, so we got our third party <laughs> candidate, Gary Johnson. Uh, the independent and, party, as far as I understand. Who is the libertarian? He's libertarian. Party. All right, take it easy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, well, no, sorry. The, in California, the independent party is actually. I know, a party. there's a party. I know. That was what's his fucking They name, fucked me because I always registered as independent in Illinois. And then when I, I came know. out here, you can't register. I know. As Bernie's, independent. Bernie's independent. Nader's Green Party. Yeah. It does whatever. He's yeah, a third Bernie's party a Democrat dude. now. Yeah. Well, he was. I mean, or, uh, no, you know, Bernie he was. Under. He's independent. Before. Bernie was small. I independent though. He was an independent party. He caucused. Are you sure? With yeah. The Dems. Oh, you mean for what? As a senator? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the, the the independent party isn't in Vermont. It's a California thing. Oh, I understand. Okay, I got you. Cool. And honestly, got his it. constituency is honestly Democrat. Yeah, yeah. If, sure. If you really think about it. Sure. Which okay. So who is Gary Johnson's constituency? Um, Sean Fall. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Uh, just uh, Sean. 
Well, it's like a huge sign. It's like the entire the no, arena they, is empty. Uh, from from what I hear, hearing, there's a good chance he could win Utah. Yeah, I, I want to apologize too, by the way, because I was like, there's no fucking way that you're that he's going to be polling or getting huge numbers because you know people who hate Hillary are going to be voting for Trump, and people mm-hmm. who hate Trump are going to be voting for Hillary. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to risk the third party. There's thing, a lot of people that hate wrong. both, man. I was very wrong, and you're right, and he definitely is. Yeah, I mean, I think they're what? Pulling at 10%, I think, right and now? And if that's he keeps pulling huge, at 10%, he, might, yeah. he gets to be part of the debate. Which and is that's a big, a big right. thing. That's a big step. That's yeah. Huge that, step. that would be the first time a third party got to be part of the debate since we had these two parties, essentially. Do you, is, okay, so at the risk of Donald fucking Trump becoming president is... Or at the risk of Hillary fucking Clinton becoming president. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. It's, it's actually Rodham. It's pronounced Rodham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why is. is the third party introduction worth this risk? Yes. Yeah, I kind of agree. I've, uh, I'm a huge proponent of a third yeah, party regardless. It's not worth it. Are you we crazy? Burn it Trump, down, man. Trump will burn it down and everyone down. What are you doing? Yeah. You can't burn risk, you can't risk the, the World War III. It's not going to be World War III. It's going to be a redesigning of our yeah. government. That's, it, it's going to be the um, certainly the wake-up call that we need. And I don't think Trump can destroy the country in four years. Yeah, they're right? probably just going to lock him in a room and he's going to be like, why can't I do anything? Exactly. Congress and the senator yeah. are like, because That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Republic, not. The, Republican will have the, the Republican Party will have control of the entire executive branch. It's not like, oh, just if Trump they, is going to be If they win it, they might not, actually. Oh, no, with the entire executive winning. branch, you're right. No, sure, but I bet I meant as far as, no, 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 no. I meant I meant as far as winning both the Senate and the, the and Congress. Winning, you know, if they if they retain the House, it. not happening either. Sorry, I know the House. <laughs> whatever. I've had too much. We know maybe not enough coffee. The House always wins. Congress in general, because um, I don't because they still you know there's huge elections coming up there too, and and the Republicans could lose the House and Senate, um, along with along with the presidency. So even if. And I guess that's another better question too. If Trump wins the presidency, do you think that more people are are going to be? Um, I don't know, uh, in, encouraged in a way to vote for, you know, or at least the Democratic Party will go a little bit harder on the the Congress side or no. I'm confused what you mean. Will there will does a Trump presidency more or less mean that it's going that the con- that Congress is also going to be retained by the Republicans or not? Oh, it usually goes the other way from what I understand. Yeah, exactly. That's it, what I meant. Yeah, it usually goes like whichever way the president goes, somehow it goes the, the yeah, the Senate and Congress usually go the other way, right? Which is ki- kind of strange, but that true? Yeah, usually when a especially a when way, there's yeah. a big shift, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is really strange that, that it happens that way. I don't but. think it's happening this time. I think uh, Democrats will win both. I think, and a, a couple polls I actually think so are too. showing. That. I'm not just kind of pulling that out of my ass. No, I, I know. Think, uh, polls are showing that. Yeah, no, five thirty eight. Well, five thirty eight action. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little real clear politics. No big deal. I don't, I don't like to reveal all my sources. Hey, man, I'm with you. You should though. No, I you should. You're right. I should. Yeah, citations are uh, required for something like that. Bibliography, especially as a history major, that was like a big fucking deal. Yeah. Oh and yeah. It, especially yeah. we would get fail if we didn't cite every single source. They checked every single one. We would fail. Well, especially because I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, so someone's got to know something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I wanted to go back to the Dems for a second. Sure. We we're kind of talking about that. Uh, the Democrats just had a draft of their party platform, and they're going to vote on it. I think it's July 8th what or 9th. What does that mean? The party platform? They had to yeah. figure out how high what to build it? it so that he could look out over the audience. <laughs> the, the Depending issues. on how much the sea level is going to rise. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. just, they, they agree upon how, their stance on all the issues as, as a specific Democratic party. <sighs> So okay. how they will vote and certain things in the future. That's kind what of legislation they will try to pass. It's scary in the worst part of the two-party system. 
Yeah, I'm not sure I like that. I actually didn't even know that they, that have, they have a really? party platform. That they, yeah, that's that's I mean, the whole reason that, parties exist, man. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, I'll put it this way. I, I, I understand that there was a sort of consensus as far as what they were going to try to do in order to get something passed. Oh, you didn't idea, realize it was like an actual document? Yeah, kind of. Right on. Kind of. I assumed it would be... I, I, okay, I, I guess that this discussion in order to figure out what the platform is is kind of what I imagine. They're more so like guidelines. Guide, they're more like guidelines. <laughs> Yeah. So go ahead. They We're, kind of are actually. They, yeah. they are, but they're formalized. Yeah, they're formalized. And as as part of a dem- the Democratic Party, you're pretty much expected to adhere to them. Yeah, which is fine. I okay, know. so the big one was that firstly, Bernie's a lot of Bernie's stuff has made its way into the party platform, which nice. is you know, yep, that a boy. It deserves a clap. Yeah, if anything deserves a clap, it's that. <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. Let's all take a moment to thank Bernie. God, you are the most moral politician of all time. Thank you, Bernie, for helping out the Democrats and pushing him to the left. Yeah, okay. and this is all he's ever wanted. This is yeah. why he started running is to get this shit, like, attention. Okay. And he's got a lot of power now, man. Yeah. He's going to be the most powerful bras. senator of all time. I'll yep. tell you that. And it's going to be really interesting when we have a Hillary presidency and a, and a Bernie-controlled Congre- uh, Senate. Hmm. Well, do you think, I mean, well, what about Lizzie Warren? Is she gonna, Is she not going to... I'm, oh, I think she'll she, be around, but I, he'll be the majority leader. She'll be a senator. I mean, she'll be extremely powerful. She might I be the VP. She might be the VP. I don't I think doubt, I still no, own that. That's not going to happen. Why? I'd be, I'd be great. Um, it, I, I can't remember who made the analogy, but it's uh, the same reason that uh, brides don't make their bridesmaid <laughs> look prettier. <laughs> Okay. I don't think I, Hillary can be I outdone. You, you, I know, in other yeah. words, you don't want some, you don't want a VP that you're more excited about than the president. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. The I, the the horrible um the, the pessimist. Which is weird the, though. I don't get that. Why why? Because the VP is always thought to be a caretaker thing. It's not supposed sure, to be. Sure, but I mean, I, you know, wh- why does it have to be that way? It seems um, silly. I mean, if because, she is, aren't people mo- going to be more likely to vote for yeah, but, all right, so, the, I mean, the, the, the duo? In general, like just the the incentive to do away with one to get the other. Yeah, the number it, two. The idea that, <laughs> yeah. that the vice president is going to actually le- be the president if something happens. So they right. have to think about picking them based on a kind of a responsibility. Like if I die, who do I really want to be there and run the country? My right. Place? But also, so is w- no, you want? Okay. No, but, I agree. I think that she, she should choose Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I don't well, think that's no. Trump, I that's think she'd be great. Saying. But the the problem is that there is then added incentive for the people that already hate Hillary to intervene, to kill Hillary. You're saying yes to assassinate Hillary. Yes, do you that, have more of an incentive because there's a better president behind her. Yeah. Um. Okay. No. I'm not sure that that's that's unfair necessarily it's also it's but protection. i don't know if it would be part of it's protection if you say you're right the, the person is farther left than me or farther right than me for instance so like let's say you know someone murdered bush we would have god forbid dick cheney in office which sounds you know like voldemort exactly so yeah no one would murder bush because you're like oh what the hell's the point we're just going to get cheney which is worse it's so a, that was kind of the dan quill it's, philosophy it's a, deterrent. Like, it's, it's a very pessimistic cynical deterrent most cynical Thing you've ever said. Who the fuck are you talking about? I'm not, no. He, <laughs> I yeah, but that was like Sean Fall with like a capital S and F. <laughs> that was like the idea of, that was like you being the most philosophically. I was just trying to portray I've it. Ever heard. I, I don't, I don't really think you should ever choose it based off that. But I don't think it's, I, you I know, certainly think that's a consideration. A consideration. It's definitely, it, okay, I'm not going to say it's definitely, but it might be a, it's, it's not, not a consideration. I, I, <laughs> I, I, but I don't know if that would be an incentive. I, Does not play a significant role. Yeah, I don't think in so. the decision. Well, I certainly assume someone is running the numbers on that. 
I, of course, someone's running the numbers on everything. Yeah. But but I mean, someone in her camp that is helping Exa- her to I decide. I and also, don't I, I, think, d- I doubt that that's a huge. Well, though. I think it's a factor that's taken into consideration. And if this person is one percent more likely than this person to inspire certain events, I would think that you would hedge your bets on I that. I think you're out of your fucking mind. I don't okay. think that, that <laughs> that's not the first time you've told me. I that. don't think I, it might be the very first time I've ever told you that. I normally don't go that. Not the first time you. I normally it, don't go that. Ad hominem about it. I think you're fucking nuts. <laughs> I love you so much, but that's insane. Right on. <laughs> and you know what? It's not totally unfair. I just I can't putting myself trying to put myself into the mindset. No, of it's a, extremely of it. cynical. But the world is cynical. Yeah, but I, you know, it's I, again. I don't think the it's, world's a cruel bitch. It's not not a consideration. So I think it's there, but I think oh, I think if you on. brought this to her, I think if you brought this information to her, it's like you know what? If you pick Elizabeth Warren, you'll be more likely to be assassinated. I think she'd be like, what the. Fuck? are you talking about i guess that's where i'm coming from i uh, yeah i don't know i think that's a bigger consideration than than you're giving your credit for from hillary clinton specifically from anyone running for for a president no 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 no. that's what i mean there's a difference there's there's an entire division of the government that is dedicated to keeping this one person alive right you don't think they're gonna have some say over (laughs) no i'm sure that there are plenty of people running those numbers maybe not plenty of people but like there are a couple of sean faws in hillary clinton's (laughs) camp who are running those numbers but like i said if one of them brought it to hillary Mm -hmm. as like a legit thing as far as hey look you might be more likely to be assassinated if you have elizabeth warren i'm pretty sure she'd be like get the fuck out of my office okay i still don't think she wants someone throwing shade on her but all right Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, no, no. So the shade's a different point. We're forgetting. Right. We're forgetting and this. Then that I do want to talk about. Yeah. Actually. The shade is good because we. Okay. I was going to say that because it's usually the role of the vice president to be the attack dog, in the campaign. Right. And that's Me, what she's doing. And that's yeah. exactly what Warren has proven to be the best at, honestly. Mm. And against her, her Twitter account alone is the proof of that. Yeah. Just the way she. Goofy did. Elizabeth Warren. Po- what does he call it? Pope Pocahontas. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, she's like an 18th uh, Cherokee Not or something. Even. And I think she's Cherokee. doing it sarcastically in the sense of Cherokee. like that she lied about it. <laughs> Inuit. <laughs> um, I'm an Inuit. You're an Inuit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and he's trying to do it sarcastically in the sense that she actually lied about being partially mm. partially Native American. I think yes. that's why he's doing it, which is insane because it's now he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so he's just anyway, whatever. It, we all know why you probably shouldn't call somebody Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that we, the fact that we've talked about it for that. three sentences it means yeah. he's already won, right? I suppose, yeah. That is his um, entire game plan, essentially. Is for us to talk about him? Well, yeah. I mean, yep. it's to to get media attention without paying for it. Yeah, you're right. He's genius at that. Yeah. Well, you know what though? It's gonna fucking come in handy because he has no money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's the, another part of the that, news. Uh, that fifty million that he uh, he gave to his campaign now. Yep. Although yeah. he did, uh, he did make the agreement with the Republican Party that he was not going to take a loan well, or no, that, not going to repay himself. Well, that that's the thing. He didn't give his campaign. He didn't recently infuse his campaign with fifty million dollars. This oh, is a fifty million dollar loan that he right. gave them that he is now calling right, a donation right. rather than a loan. So he's just saying that that money I already gave you, you don't have to pay me back. Right. He's not any richer than he was. The campaign isn't any richer than it was. Right. And I don't think he's as fucking liquid, liquid rich as he you oh, know, no. kind of proposes of to be. Yeah, no, I think hence that- why there's no way fuck. And that was his whole fucking selling point. It's like, oh, I'm running my own campaign. Mm-hmm. Now he has to ask for donations. It's like, how is he not going to be beholden? Does Is that going to swing anyone's vote? 
Well, no, I think once once he becomes the nominee, that is expected that he shouldn't be forced to foot the bill for the entire Republican nomination campaign. Well, no, no, but that's but that was a selling point for a lot of Trump supporters was the fact that he's not going to be beholden to, to the, you know, to Wall Street, to rich, to the rich assholes, the big boys. Mm. Yeah, he's and that's why people wanted to vote for him. It's like, yeah, he's just him. It's just him speaking his own mind. Yeah. Um, and now that he has to, he, now that he's going to be beholden. Well, unquote, he already won the mm. primary, so he doesn't give a shit. That's the real honesty. No, truth. I understand. My question yeah, yeah. is, will that deter some Trump no, supporters? Because, because in honesty, those people are going to vote for any Republican over Hillary. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. if, if they were Trump supporters already, it's most likely because they hate Hillary or they just hate Democrats. Yeah, they or, okay. yeah. Yeah, they hate everything. I think that's true. I, 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 I think I agree with you guys. Okay. Um, go ahead. What's up? Uh, let's go back to Gary Johnson. Um, Gary Johnson. Sean, Sean Fall, do you... Why specifically should we vote for Gary Johnson as opposed to just because he's a third party candidate? We get that the whole point of the third party is great. I, oh. I think it's a good idea to get them in the, the debates. Yeah. But I mean, specifically, what's up with Gary? Nothing really other than he's just the strongest third party there is. And so in order to break up the two party system, we need to get a third party in the debates. The Libertarian Party is one of the longest and strongest third parties, and they are polling very close to getting 10%, which is all they need to be a part of the debate system. Are Libertarians more similar to Republicans or Democrats? Well, that's the thing. That's, they're, they're right in between. They're in the so they're, they're fiscally, uh, fiscally conservative. conservative and, but socially liberal? Exactly, okay. yeah. So it's kind of like the opposite of socialism. But I think, uh, I think recently, actually, I would say they're like 60-40 liberal. I got to say, I think the because like the environment and these kind of energy policies, I think, tend to be more. I think it's just because of the uh, the changing of what Democrat and Republican has meant that maybe. they become more one or maybe, than the yeah, other. Or maybe the right Democrats have shifted a little bit more to the center. Exactly. And that starts to include yeah. Exactly. That's what yeah. it is. Well, hopefully Bernie will opposite, you know, move, move them to the left. Yeah, no, bit. I mean. Uh, Gary Johnson is, you know, he seems like just kind of a douchey sort of hippie guy that like, you know, he's like one of those guys that like shows up to the meeting in flip flops and jean shorts and shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of him, but he was certainly the best libertarian candidate. Um, you know, he was better than McAfee, who's just a fucking nut job and possibly a murderer. Um, he was better than um, I can't remember the other guy that was running. Um, I'd still vote for Pendulette over any of them, but that's... Is Pendulette a libertarian? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, that's cool. Uh, he was the moderator at the libertarian debate. But, oh, neat. Uh, All right. Yeah, he's uh, one of the most outspoken like libertarian atheists. Much. Wait yeah, a minute. he's not winning just because of that. As, <laughs> oh, as an atheist? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Um, as, are you not flying colors, Mr. Sean Fah? Um, huh? You who are always against like oh, fly, you know tribal putting on putting on the putting on the the team jersey yeah, uh, yeah. by putting on, by supporting the libertarians are you putting on a team jersey? Well, if we're going to address my hypocrisy, um, I think the, <laughs> the the bigger hypocrisy is the um, the gaming of the system that I'm always against. And um, yes, I am extremely gaming the system by voting libertarian, um, but I I don't have any strong so you're feelings. You're picking the anti-team team. Exactly. Okay. But I, I don't have strong feelings for the other one, so I don't feel like I'm going against my my moral compass at that point. But I not, don't think so either. I don't think I they're the anti-team team. team. Um, well, they, if, if the idea, if the team no, is no, no. The a anti- two-party system. The anti-team if, team. If the goal like, was to part, burn it down, yeah, then but, the libertarians are the correct choice. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> that's not true. You guys are forgetting with like parties that actually exist in the, on, in Europe, like crazy right wing parties. Well, well no, sure, no, no, but, but we're in. Yeah, I mean, libertarians yeah, are not trying to burn down the government. No, no, but they, he's an anarchist. That, you know, an Sean's anarchist, an anarchist for sure. But but I'm just what I'm saying. I don't think the libertarians no, are that role. No, no, the libertarians are the strongest third party candidate in America. They are the strongest third party. Yes. So they have the the most possibility of breaking up our two party system. And once we get that okay. wedge in, sure. then all the nut jobs I, can yeah. come in. I agree. Cool yeah. Totally slippery slope there or the wedge the theory. I think we have to make a wedge theory maybe. <laughs> I don't know if it's a slippery slope, but it's fine. Well, it's it, like the, saying one thing starts. It's a slippery slope that then, you guys agree with. Yeah. Not, no, but that's not – we talked about this. It's not going to cause the rest necessarily speaking. No, but it opens the door. It opens and that's, the possibility. Right, and that's a good thing though. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's, it's, it's incremental change. Slope that you agree no, with. it's not. That's the incremental change. It's not a slippery slope. It's the slope. same thing. It's not. There's different. One uphill, we just the like to, downhill. We just like to point to specific events in history as life-changing – and cause and effect events. Right. So effect, you're right. You're maybe it is gradual change in right. just one of these events. And then it's we just kind of like to say, downhill. hey, this opened the door. This is the time changing moment. But this that's, is absolutely. But that's what like all of our law is based on. Everything is based on precedent and what happened before and how this case was right. decided and how that affects everything else moving forward. Right. That's the slippery slope. No, <laughs> like, it's <but> not. Because <laughs> those are it's, it's again, it's uphill versus downhill. Mm, uh, yeah, if you this, change one thing, it won't necessarily cause something else to change. Okay, so again, like the slippery slope argument for the guns element, right, mm -hmm. is uh, if you take away the big guns, then what's to stop you from taking away the small guns? Mm -hmm. And that's a slippery slope fallacy because what's to stop you? Well, voting, the, the things that we have in place, the barriers that we have to stop the slippery slope from occurring. Everybody has to vote that now. We no longer want the small guns. Now we no longer want this. And claiming that it will happen is a slippery slope fallacy. Well, the slippery whereas, slope is not necessarily a... Um, a, a given. It is a possibility. It is what happens. So right, in, the, in the gun in the gun analogy there, right. though, once the big guns are taken out of the picture, then the people that were focusing on the big guns are going to focus on the small guns. Right. We've, we've seen that over and sure. over again. So that to me is the slippery slope. That's that yeah, process. I think, no, I think but that, that would be a misnomer. You wouldn't be using. Well, that, I think that it depends phrase. on it depends on the topic because you basically both using precedent. He's basically saying in the past the precedent has shown that we it tends to do this. So theoretically, in the future, it might do this. It will. But you're both, and that's different. But from obviously, slope I think fallacy, we just need to understand though. they're both speculation, and yeah. then honestly, you can't really prove either. What do you mean they're both speculation? What are you talking about? They're both extrapolations of what's, what's going the on other now one? and what happened before. I haven't claimed. I haven't. You're basically saying it's not going to happen. Well, I'm saying no, something's no, going not to happen. And you're no, saying not it's not, not going to happen. I'm not saying it's not going to or happen. Or it's not necessarily. I'm, saying, I'm suggesting that the that claiming that it will happen is the slippery slope fallacy. I'm not claiming that Sean has made that necessarily speaking. Okay. And what he phrased in a sense isn't isn't so much the slippery slope fallacy if he's if you say that that it will cause it which i don't think you did you said that the people will now be freed up to focus on it and they will try to that's fine that's not a slippery slope though that's not a this the slippery slope fallacy that's the, <laughs> that, that that itself is an incremental change and that, some may see that as a good thing well, that, that's almost that always my argument then so you guys need to stop calling it a slippery slope well in <laughs> In that case, it might be, but this, we'll talk more about the, yeah. slope. the wedge. Well, uh, I think we call it the wedge. Yeah. What is the wedge referring to? I don't understand what the wedge. The wedge opening is of the door. Oh, it's, oh, it's propping the door open. Oh, that's good. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's fine. The wedge. Okay, the wedge. I'm on board with the wedge. Sure. It's also the, problem, the, the biggest difference too is that one of them is a one of them is a logical fallacy. The other one is not. Well, it's just possibility versus inevitability. Exactly. One, and that's what I mean. Right. And that's and I, a huge. I, that's a huge philosophical jump to make. Oh well, I, I guess I've never assumed that I was arguing inevitability. Oh, I'm sorry then. 
then I deeply apologize. Every time, <laughs> okay, so every time you said you're well, sorry, I've never been confident about anything. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> well, no, you. What are you talking about? You say will like all the time. You <laughs> you're confident about you're confident about conspiracy theories that have never ever happened. No, no, he's changed his views on that. Anyway, whatever. Let's move on. I know. I was just being rude. Yeah, what? you're just a dick. That's Everyone usual. jumping on Sean. God. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, let's what see what we got? we got. Wait, did we finish whatever the fuck we were just no, talking about? No, we didn't kind of. What were we talking about? Well, Sorry. we were talking about Gary Johnson's platform. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I also want to compare this to the Democrats' platform because we were talking about that earlier. Uh, and one of the things that- Can I ask you a question? Yeah, Just of course. sort of historically speaking. Um, yeah. c- can you get rid of the- elect? Okay. Can there be a third party with the Electoral College in place? Well, it's tough. Can that ever? Can that ever be? Like, can there ever be a, an, yeah, it's a third party it's, that actually? It's happened. Oh, it, think, it has to be incremental. I, I think Wallace is okay. the only person third party who ever won a state. Yeah. yeah, but again, winning a state is not like a, no, a legit not. third party. That's tell I mean. me about it. I we know. can get okay. there. It can't happen this election. But if they get ten percent of the vote this election, then they're guaranteed part to be part of the debate in the next election. Yeah, but still, it's the electoral college. I mean, it's even if they right. win one state, will it but ever once, really change? Well, no. Once they're part of that, once they're part of the the system, then they just, get electoral uh, votes. Just saying, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. No, I agree that you have to start somewhere. What I mean is, can there ever be a viable third party with the Electoral College still in place? Or do we have to get rid of the, the Electoral College? We have to get oh, rid of it. For it. I, I'm certainly okay. in favor of getting rid of the Electoral College, but it, I, it is incrementally possible to for a third party to build up electoral votes. We have to get rid of okay. it for a number of reasons. That's one yeah. of the reasons. Okay. It, it makes it really hard. Yeah. But it's it's possible. It's, okay, it's possible. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have the systems that we've had now. So you know, we we've we've changed political parties a couple of times in our history, and we've had the electoral college the whole time. How many electoral college votes do you need to become, or to you know, to become the president? Majority. It's just hmm. a simple majority. Yeah, simple everything's majority. simple. Maj- well, most things are. So simple. if there were three parties, in two, there, if there were three or four you, some odd parties. You still need the majority. It would still just be the majority. Yeah, it's not fifty-one percent. So it's three. yeah, it'd be thirty-four percent or whatever. Right. That's possibly. plurality. Yes, okay. not majority. You're right. Majority is at fifty-one. Oh, okay. Plurality yeah, yeah. is most. You're right. Okay. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Cool. First okay. past the post. Cool. Uh, go ahead. What were you going to – that that was an important question I wanted to ask. Sure. Uh, I was going to bend to the Democrat platform, and one of the big, one, big issues that Bernie has helped put on there is the abolishment of the death penalty. That is now hmm. on the Democratic platform. I thought that was kind of interesting. thought maybe you guys had feelings about that. That was Sean Fah. You want to talk about the death penalty right now? I'm pro-death. Okay, yeah, I guess not. I was just <laughs> <laughs> We certainly can. But I just, that's a whole I episode. think it's a good thing. I'm I'm anti death penalty, that's all. Well, I mean it's certainly something uh worth noting at this time in history. Uh go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh no, I yeah, I've made my opinion fairly clear on this. Um, I am pro death penalty, but I also don't support the government enough to trust that they're gonna do things right. So you should definitely be anti death penalty then. Um, I mean, I'm pro death penalty in my heart. I am anti death penalty in practice. Okay, let's use your practice. <laughs> I'll keep practicing. Maybe yeah. it'll work. Okay, we can do an episode on that. We that was our very first episode, but Joey yeah. wasn't here yet. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it does bear repeating. Okay, um, we'll save it then. All right. Also uh, with abortion too, I guess like death in general. Yeah. yeah. Part two. Do you want? No, that is thing. also interesting because the yeah. Wait, what court- was that decision? This recent one? Yeah. So the Supreme Court basically said that Texas cannot pass a law banning abortion. Oh. Which is big. Um, I don't know if it was so much that as much as um, abortion clinics can't make it harder to get an abortion. Abortion clinics much, can't make it harder? Yes. Hmm. 
Or I'm sorry, I didn't states think they can't the- regulate. Yeah, I'm sorry. States can't regulate abortion clinics in such a way that it, that they close them down. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. 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 It, so there's a Texas law restricting access. That was the deal. Yeah, gotcha. And they struck it down. Wait, what, uh, do you have more on that? What is the law restricting access? Is it like there can only be like five in the state or they have to be so far away from each other or? I don't know what the specifics were, but yes. Something like that. Something like that. Gotcha. Which, you know, I think the same thing with like Mississippi and Tennessee. The people would have to drive like, you know, 500, 400 miles. Well, yeah, I knew that was part of like the ramifications of what happened. But right. what did they actually change to um, to facilitate these breakdowns um before it, the fact or now that this the supreme court's ruled? before the fact that that was oh just, oh um oh god i don't know i guess joey's looking that up but i don't know exactly uh, what the law was that's that texas and i think mississippi and mm-hmm. other, you know other southern states like that i don't think it's anything different than usual i think it's evangelical christians saying they don't want abortions um well yeah that's the law sure, but, but what's yeah, the, what is the law yeah. well the law it was they don't uh, damn it it's not really telling me much it's just kind of saying yeah it breaks it down a little bit I think maybe they're just they're just cracking down on the actual places that offer abortion so there are just not as many of them mm-hmm. and the, the rules and also I think it was a little bit of limiting more, funding limiting yeah funding and they're probably just putting well. more kind of like hoops to jump through and gates you know before you get one so mm-hmm. it's just well anyways the point, we the point is that being less informed about sure this, by it, the way. It, basically this does say abortions in Texas plummeted 15% during the first year after the Republican controlled state passed tough restrictions that the US Supreme Court has now struck down so it, 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 the best indication yet of just how hard it is to become an abortion. Is restrictions highlighted? Can you just click restrictions and it tell us? <laughs> I'm kidding. Wish, yeah. I'm kidding. I know no, no, I not. wish I could find that. But yeah. I, no, I know. Either way, I think the, the point is that it's interesting that the, the Supreme Court is still passing stuff without, you know, an actual, you know, odd, odd number of people to make a majority. Oh. Yeah, that there's yeah enough still on one side to come up with a decision. Yeah, that that's actually an interesting. Uh, Do you know what the vote was on that? Five, five, three. Five, three, yeah. five, five three. three. I think okay. Kennedy was the swing vote. If uh, I remember correctly. Yep. Kennedy's the swing vote was the swing vote in this one. How? No, is that am I just crazy? Am I wrong? Well, I just assume that Kennedy would always be pro-abortion. Where, oh, then I don't know why. Yeah, that seems weird that he would be. Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe Anthony, I, Anthony Kennedy? No, he's liberal. Yeah, so that'd be pro-abortion. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Sorry, apologies. I don't. I don't know who's the one who changed. Mm. Either way, his name is Merrick Garland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. There was a couple other ones. The affirmative action uh, decision. What that, was that one? That was that girl, this white chick who wanted to get. I think it's University of Texas. Ironically, I forget. I think it is University of Texas. Fucking and basically, Texas. she she didn't get in, and she accused it because of affirmative action because you know oh. people, people of color got in before her or something. Right, right. So basically, the Supreme Court struck that shit down, and uh, affirmative action was up- upheld, if you will. Mm. So you know, screw so that. So you want to talk about affirmative action? Right now? <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> I'm just bringing it up. If you, you know, if you don't want to talk about, so it, it's like here are these wide, grand, sweeping philosophical questions. You want to you want to have some fun? Let's go <laughs> well, it's it's kind of what is happening. So it's like if you want to talk about, it, if you don't, we can move on. I got some more stuff on the list. If you want go to ahead, on. no, go. What else is what else is happening? Uh, Does any of this give you that though? Down. That's the biggest question. I mean, with all this stuff, I, I mean, no. are all these bad things? What's the worst possible? Okay, thing so here to me, what I take out of that is the non-nomination of a Supreme Court justice. The fact that Scalia died and that, we're not yeah. willing to put in the person who we need to pass what we need to pass. Mm-hmm. So that bothers me and that kind of gives me a little Velschmerz. But why? We, I mean, we I'm just passed the things that okay. you would have wanted passed anyway, but right? But there was actually this 4-4 deadlock supposedly about about uh, public sector unions to collect fees from non-members. So, but I mean, there, there's certain deadlocks. Uh, I mean, there's like, I don't know. Let's there talk is about stuff the sit-in. passing. Let's talk about the sit-in. Okay, go. Hmm. Did you, did you guys see the sit-in? 
Saw a little Did you watch that footage of I didn't watch insanity? all 26 hours of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't 26 hours. I mean, so so it's just posturing. Well, so what? Because because there there is something. That's all they can do. That's that's what Congress there is sort of all their No, go for it. No, go. Uh, I mean, to me, it's just you know them uh, letting their constituency know that they care. It's not anything that's going to accomplish anything really. It's just um, uh, for the for the news cameras. It's it's for you know just getting their name out there essentially. Can it be both? Um, I don't both mm, what. Both effective and the publicity yeah. stunt, you mean? Yes. I suppose. In fact, can't the publicity stunt lead to the effectiveness of yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it goes back to our Brexit point. Like, yeah. you have to, in this in this day and age, you sort of have to do something fucking crazy this in is order the, to make your I, point, I, That's but. kind of my point, is that I think that now in this time, this era, we need to start thinking with a marketing standpoint. You know, I was so torn watching, man. It's, and it's terrible to say, and I understand where they're coming from, and it's fine, but it just seemed so undignified. It was just kind of, and it's such a bummer, and it's weird to say it, and I get it. I understand you know, the, undignified. The yeah, it's just kind yeah, of a, a little bit. A child stamping their feet. And... Yeah, a little bit. So I what? Can see how it comes off of that. They're not. Sta- they're stamping their feet for a good cause. I know. I know. But still, a child yeah. stamping his feet. That's for dignified a good cause in my mind. A child stamping his feet. I don't care. The the, the, the end there that justifies totally. But it didn't. They didn't fucking pass anything. They didn't do yeah. anything. They ended. They, if no, they, if they right. were still doing it, if they were still fucking doing it today, yeah. I'd be I'd be singing a totally different tune. But they bailed after like fucking eighteen hours. Of and there were shit. you're right. That's, I mean, that's and they're screaming yeah. while like Paul Ryan is up there being very dignified and like passing shit and they're kind of doing their normal house vote while the Democrats are kind of up there screaming. Now I understand why they're doing it, and sure, maybe it is a great cause right but it's it just i don't know I, and it's perfectly fine that we got the voices out there i'm glad that i was our, very torn our congress torn. needs a little bit more of this if you watch the parliament, parliament yeah, yeah. yeah it's so much more interesting they they the issues actually come up they actually debate issues they like they talk fist fights and it's shit so <laughs> fun to watch shouldn't it be better in ours we but should i have, don't i don't want the idea of entertainment i don't want it to be fucking entertainment it's not just entertainment it be, though it leads to more discussion and more actual discussion of the topics and the details well yeah i mean our, our our legislatures don't even actually write the laws you know the lobbyists come in and, hand them and the you law know what? and Here's then they the, okay, this is my whole I'll thing think about entertainment way. I think it's good for marketing that means more people maybe watch C-SPAN precisely maybe, maybe if more people are interested you know? in politics I don't think that's a bad thing no that's not I, I think that that's a, a fair thing. argument I think that that's fine okay. and anything that lets people think that they have some sort of input or some sort of control over the system I think is definitely a good uh, release valve uh, for tension as well also as Americans we would fucking love it if like we had our senator like, like fist have like and shit, just man. like start like yeah like tweeting like bad stuff at the other senator and then they talk about it in in the house like oh you tweeted <laughs> me this shit and then we could have Twitter battles where we you know oh, it'd be so fun I'm so tempted to do a Hamilton song right now but I know we can't afford it but I was totally about to just yeah how great would shit. that be if Hamilton had like a million followers and Aaron Burr had a million followers and they all like just talked shit no, to I'm each say, other I'm, no that's that's what the fucking play is kind man. of was wow. it's yeah. literally the play I the, guess they the did the it just wasn't well, they, yeah. written it's not only they were, but what I mean literally is that <laughs> well, in the, the play press. Hamilton yeah. that's what happens and in the play itself is this capital battles and shit like that and it makes it entertaining it makes politics entertaining and sure you know maybe we should just have Republican versus Democrat versus whatever the third party is rap battles and speaking of um, Hamilton it's making history entertaining so thank God thank you yeah, yeah. you're right I agree check that one off I agree I talk about Hamilton so much in this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. But hey, whatever. It's what's happening. Um, what's next? What? What do you want? All what, right. What uh, want? Let's see. We Actually, we kind of covered mostly what I wanted. There was a couple more. Oh, go ahead. Are you about to say something? No. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Talk about Scalia's influence on his death and then maybe Merrick Garland's, uh, you know. Uh, we talked a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, we already, already kind of covered it. Not even in this. We've talked before about it. Well, then we, do you want to call it? Do you I, don't wanna, know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. Oh. When the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking. We should have brought the Nancy back then. Nancy, no. know, Nancy. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. Are the only ones singing? Okay. No. Yeah, that was all right. Better than your NPR voice. I love how you have to get the last word. I don't have to.